When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new Story Archive series going through For All Mankind, Season 4. I'm your host, Mario Busto, alongside the one the and only host. I was trying to oh, say. Oh, well, thank you for the intro. I, no, I appreciate that. It just throws me off. You're uh, the one and only Zachary Newton. Uh, well, the only, one and only Zachary Newton on this <laughs> podcast. Welcome back. <laughs> We're back, ladies and gents, and we are back uh, with a deep well not kind of a deep we're going to do a high level recap of seasons one through three of for all mankind we're going to be taking you through what went down in season one two and three because if you're like me i forgot a lot and how much happened in three seasons and apparently about 40 years worth of things happened in for all mankind in the last three seasons so looking forward to getting into it if you're new to the show welcome we welcome you to the story archives family if you're old well, not old, but if you're a story archivist <laughs> or you're a Welcome Story Archives Club member, welcome back. We welcome you with open arms, lovingly, and we look forward to kicking off this For All Mankind series. And before we do, let's do a little bit of housekeeping because we're not just kicking off our series into For All Mankind. If you noticed by our terrific new cover art for our Story Archives podcast, you'll notice that there is a menacing looking dinosaur reptilian creature on the left-hand side, and that's Godzilla because we are also covering Monarch Legacy of Monsters starting on November 17th. So look forward to our double series recaps, or not recaps, our deep dives into both For All Mankind Season 4 and Monarch Legacy of Monsters Season 1, which should be a killer show. I'm sure there will be killing. Uh, Zach, what do you think? You looking forward to November, December? I'm very much looking forward to November, December. I I was really hoping we would find a couple solid shows to round out the year. I think we got them. I think we got them too. We got the two shows. So I'm I'm very excited. For all mankind, has been great. It's been a long time since I've watched anything Godzilla, so it'll be interesting just kind of coming in fairly fresh on on uh, on that show. But I'm looking forward to it. I'm curious to see what Apple does. I'm looking forward to getting back into Apple TV coverage. And making it through a full season without getting banned by Apple uh, to get through For All Mankind. (laughs) Because if you weren't with us, if you're new to the show, uh, we had a a situation where we were banned from YouTube for about a month. And uh, Apple was behind it. So, hey, we're back marketing their shows for free. Apple, if you're out there listening to this content, we love your shows. Show us some love too. How about that? Let's get into it, shall we? Good way. I uh, I think we could we could probably call this the sh- a shallow dive, not a deep dive. It's a shallow dive, yeah. right? In, into it. A sh- a um, recap? What would it be? What's, what's like a low diving recap? Uh, it's a shallow dive. It felt appropriate. I I too forgot literally how how much happened. Like I remembered a lot of like the broad strokes and kind of where we left off for the most part, but. Man, a lot did happen throughout each season. Like you said, there, there was a lot of years. Yeah, I uh, I named the three seasons because uh, they didn't have a name, and I, I felt they all deserved a name. Okay. Uh, for me, season one is the Moon Race. Okay. 
Season two's the moon base. Oh, nice. It rhymes. Season three is the Mars race and base. Because <laughs> okay. I think Mars we covered, race. there was a lot that got covered in season three, man. I was just going like ham as I was, you know, you know, taking note of everything that I remembered and, you know, doing a little bit of digging, a little bit of digging. You know, yeah, that's, the, that's my names. <laughs> I think the thing about For All Mankind that really stands out and why people kind of get hooked on the show is that it's a retelling of what history would have been like. The premise pretty much of the show is how would history have changed if the Russians landed first on the moon? And then how everything transpires after that. Now, being from America myself, Zach, <laughs> I believe you're from America as well, unless you're a double I agent am. like Margo. Um, I'm rooting for NASA here. And so sometimes in this show, you have this, uh, there's kind of like, I feel like the trend in For All Mankind is that competition brings the world together. You know, as a capitalist, mm. I, I tend to agree with, you know, competition is good. However, I'm not buying the whole North Koreans getting to Mars first bit. I don't know if the Russians getting on the moon first makes North Korea get to Mars first. That, that's it's a bit of a stretch. But it is interesting because it kind of, if you think about it, the way the show goes, it's essentially saying, if Russia got to the moon first, the world would be advanced further by like 10 or 20 <laughs> years. Because essentially, Dev, Dev Ayesa, the guy who's in charge of Helios, he's the private, private company who's competing with NASA and the Soviets to get to Mars first, right? Yeah. Uh, that guy is essentially the black Elon Musk. So, yeah. he's pretty much that version of Musk. He's SpaceX, right? And uh, he's battling the public companies, which are still successful, right? I mean, in real life, we know what's happened, right? SpaceX kind of has taken the the lead here. And I mean, I'm not, a, I'm not an astronaut expert, but NASA it was not prioritized. Like Space exploration has not been prioritized in the way it was in the 1960s. Mm-hmm. Now it's just relatively recently getting that way. But it seems like that what the show is trying to say is if the Soviets got to the moon first, we would have been all about space exploration because nuclear energy is a thing in the 1990s, according to For All Mankind, season three. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't know where where we'd be if Russia made it to the moon first. I don't know. Maybe that maybe the extra competition would would make us push push boundaries a bit more. But um, I don't know. I I, I also kind of feel like it it would be difficult to to tell so much of this story like if it were in the future from today like literally like maybe like 2030 we were recording this in 2023 yeah because you're so tied into those characters like you're really you know you're along uh the journey with ed baldwin and with karen and and gordo and and all of those people uh as as you go throughout seasons one and, and two like you you can't jump that far into the future I wonder now where we're going to be because where we leave off in season three, and we'll be bouncing around in this episode talking about some things that happened in season one, some of the character dynamics, where we expect them to go in season three. But season four is going to kick off with Margot seemingly defected to Russia. And if nuclear energy is the thing and and pumping and doing well in the 1990s, right? people are protesting against nuclear energy because they want oil back, it seems like, in season three. <laughs> but I, I think I think that's what, what they're getting at. But um, I'm assuming in 03, we're going to have like full-blown AI models. This show's probably going to end with the whole 
a snippet of you know 2001 space odyssey it's gonna be it's gonna have, <laughs> it's gonna have how how 9000 just on a, a spaceship with ed asking to be let back in into the to the pod bay man season four is going to be an interesting one i i don't know what to expect right like if i again if i look at the patterns i mean just my own season names you know the, the race and then the, the race, base right like we, we covered both of them for mars in this one season so mm-hmm. i don't i don't know like are we gonna make it back to earth like is that gonna be a thing or, or are we gonna see two really <laughs> like divergent storylines here what if season four just like ends earth like and now we have to go live on mars it just just becomes just uh, what's that movie that animated movie uh atlas titan mm. eight no titan ae where the earth um pretty much is it's over there's like a meltdown maybe a nuclear yeah. war i don't remember what happens in the movie and then the guy's hunting for a ship that has like dna of every single species on earth and he recreates like the planet it's whatever i, I digress it's wow it's, it's rabbit hole um but it does make you wonder where we're going to be in 03 right you got the north koreans on on mars you got uh, the Americans, you got Ed, who I believe now knows that Danny Stevens, uh, you know, did the dirty oh, with knows. his wife. He knows. Yeah, that was a that was a big point in uh, season three. I was I was happy to finally get to <laughs> that was out in the air. I was kind of tired of just like you know looking at Danny contemplating things and like trying to want to tell Ed about this and then not. It was kind of annoying. I'm gonna have to say for all the listeners out there that the Stevens storylines, let's just call them the Stevens storylines, right? Because you got Gordo and Tracy who die heroically, right? They save the Jamestown base, the first ever moon base, right? Mm -hmm. Heroic ending to them. Although they were my two favorite characters in the show alongside Ed. Yeah. It was one of the most heartbreaking moments. Yeah. It's pretty much like my ranking of favorite characters is probably Ed, Gordo, Tracy, and Molly Cobb are probably yeah. my my top four. Maybe Danny rounds out the top five, if I had to guess, because Margot's always kind of been a little bit of a cold um, stick up her butt snob, stick up her butt. Yeah. I mean, she really loses her control of NASA, and it's actually ironic with uh, Margot because think about all the crap she gave her 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 mentor, right? Who was a f- former Nazi or unwilling mm. Nazi, correct? Yeah. We get that, which they kind of didn't touch on in the season one and two recap, that whole storyline with the former director of NASA. Mm-hmm. Uh, she ends up kind of being, you know, like the, the kettle, call, what is it? The, the kettle calling the pot. The pot calling the kettle black. Yeah. Something like she that. She kind of ends up being that because she becomes sort of this double spy for the Soviets because she's in love with Sergey. Yeah, she is. Uh, something she really can't shake even after all the many, many years. I don't think she's ever had a had a love life or anything. It's no, just and you know, these think, two people who love their craft, like they kind of no, I'm pretty sure they had, together well. I'm pretty sure they had like a at least at the very least an emotional affair. I, I'm a, oh, I'm assuming sure. they were I'm assuming they were physical and sleeping together. I, I would assume, but you know, she's a woman who's obsessed with her job and obsessed with rising that ladder. And uh, things, unfortunately for her, she found herself in love with a guy who is forbidden right both politically professionally and he also has a family of his own right yeah he's married with a kid right yeah he's having a i believe it's an affair with him and by by the way guys we're with you in some of this and some of this stuff i mean we're doing the recaps but some of the things are fuzzy a little bit so bear with us as we get into season four we'll become the uh 
more expert. If you want like the, the deep dive recaps, you just go YouTube them. You'll get no opinions. You'll just get robotic voice recaps. If <laughs> Literally, degree, if that's if that's what you're into. Um, I want to talk about it because you know season three ends with the, the once again the Steven storylines. We'll call that if you got your names for the seasons, the Steven storylines ruined season three for me uh, and borderline yeah. season two because that storyline with Karen sleeping with Gordo's son is one of the most atrocious things I've ever seen in television. Uh, may, maybe it's not even atrocious. Maybe it's because we love Ed so much, right? Mm-hmm. And we put ourselves in his... Sh- just imagine that scenario for a man. To, yeah. to con- I mean, even Joel Kinnaman, who plays Ed in the show, in the recap, as he's hearing that storyline <laughs> and talking about it, he is like almost growling, saying, Gordo's son, my best friend's really? son. Really? <laughs> Like even he, I'm assuming if you're an actor, because you got no control over the script, unless you got a writer or director uh, who's like willing to kind of mold a little, do a little difference here and there, if you're really into mm-hmm. the character. I'm assuming some of these actors read these plots and they're like, what the, well, why are we going down this <laughs> route? You know, is it not bad enough that Shane dies while he's in Jamestown? Because Horrible. Ed gets pushed to the brink in terms of being the most decorated astronaut for the most part in nasa right Mm -hmm. danny does the heroic move fakes you know breaking her arm well she actually does break her own arm to save gordo who's losing his mind on jamestown uh because the apollo 23 blew up on the launch pad so now and that's really the crazy thing about this show is it's ruthless in terms of who dies like, this is not Invasion, which we just covered on yes, Apple TV. thank you. Come on. Uh, Learn notes from yeah, each other. <laughs> for Yeah. For all man, like, and if you want to catch our Invasion we, coverage, we've done seasons one and two of Invasion, if you're into alien invasion shows. Back to For All Mankind. This show, anybody will die. Like, they'll just be walking down the street and then, you know, dumbass Jimmy Stevens will come in with his, you know, cult <laughs> friends and, and they'll just blow up something, you know. It's just... Anything goes in for all mankind and people die, like even Alexi, who's Kelly Baldwin's uh, lover. I don't think they got yep. married on the ship, but uh, he knocked her up. Uh, he dies after you think he's good after the landslide that Danny Stevens caused, by the way, by the drilling of uh, just pretty much eating garbage because he, he started abusing again and uh, just not in the right mental state to, to be in space in the first place, right? Yeah, that's for I, sure. I will say I think he would have lost it far sooner if this was a, a truer like if this was real life he probably would have lost it far before getting to mars if i had to guess but um nonetheless alexi dies of a of brain trauma of like post-traumatic brain trauma that uh, he, i mean he's just on the ship for a bit and then he just collapses and dies which is was horrible yeah it was, it's very unfortunate it, but that I mean, as sad as it is, is one of the things that I like about the show, right? Like, it really sick, makes sick. me invested into the characters, and I, like, I'm sad when when Gordo dies. Like, that's that was that was like, man, that one hurt. <laughs> like watching that in season two, that one hurt. One of the other themes of the show is is the empowering of women. Uh, you got Molly Cobb, right? Because the Soviets put the pressure. They got the they get not only the first astronaut on the moon, they get the first woman on the moon. Yeah. Which makes the USA like, damn it, we didn't get even the man on the moon. Now we got to get a woman up there. If we didn't get a woman, we got to get a base <laughs> up there. Get it done. At least that's my Nixon voice. Uh, and so you get the birth of Molly Cobb, right? Who's a badass, right? She's more badass yeah. than most of the men on the show. 
Uh, and then you get others who are kind of like, a, you know, more feminine, but also kind of celebrity-esque uh, astronauts, right? You get the pretty Ellen, you get Tracy, who's hot. Um, yeah. <laughs> and um, you get these these different astronauts and their characters, and they all bring something different to the show, right? You got Danny, who's kind of like the maverick. Like she's kind of like the more by-the-book type of astronaut, right? Yeah. She's a traditional... Uh, she has a you know a husband, a, a kid. I mean, she has a she has, she has it all pretty much. You know, she got the nuclear family going. Molly Cobb's kind of like the cowboy. Uh, you know, Very loose, so, loose yeah. cannon, smokes weed in a bathtub to kind of recover from the solar storm. Um, <laughs> you got Ellen, who's probably the most com- complex in the sense of what she's going through. Uh, she is a closeted lesbian who is trying to hide that in a world that's not accepting it at this time even though she has that conundrum with uh will tyler who she discharges from the military in season three and i'm assuming that's going to just continue to be a storyline because uh ellen comes out at the end of season three so i'm assuming there's going to be political repercussions but uh based on the way the show goes because the soviets landed on the moon first i guess that means more freedom for everybody <laughs> so <laughs> so i guess things will just be fine for ellen but um she becomes president that's kind of like the biggest curveball right because she's like the attractive yeah. pretty one she comes from a lot of money that's another yep. thing she comes from wealth and she's choosing to forge her own path by um by being an astronaut and risking her life and uh Season three has her wrapping up her time in Jamestown where uh, she comes back to earth and has her successful political career, which kind of turns into a, have you ever seen House of Cards on Netflix? I haven't. It's always been on my list, but I never watched it. I never finished it. I think I got through the first two seasons, but she has to deal with the dirtiness of politics and people blackmailing her. And there Mm. is that kind of common thread of blackmail in season three as well, because Margot is getting blackmailed by the Soviets. For having leaked Aleda Rosales, which was Margot. She's kind of what Margot was to. Um, She's her apprentice. Yeah, she was the apprentice to the former Nazi guy. What's his name? Um, can oh, you look up wow. that character? He's like only yeah. in the f- first few episodes. Yeah. Um, that's like the only character I can't remember his name. Uh, meanwhile, I'll continue. Aleda Rosales, who Margot denied moving in with her at, in season two, essentially gets hired by NASA and starts to realize that the Soviets are stealing key elements of the spaceship that she designed. And things eventually, after multiple attempts of trying to get Margot to realize what the Soviet, like that there's got to be a mole, right? Yeah. Um, she comes to the conclusion that it's Margot, but she doesn't turn on Margot despite something bad had to have happened for whatever time skip we're doing in season four for Margot to be in Russia, right? Yeah. I believe his name was Werner von Braun. Yes, Werner von Braun. Yeah, famous figure too. I'm surprised I didn't remember that. Um, yeah, Zach, thoughts on everything I just mentioned? No, I mean, I. <laughs> it is a lot. There is a lot of blackmail going on. I, I mean, I... I do think that, you know, Margot has defected to Russia. I think that was pretty obvious by the end of the third season. You know, I, I don't like the, the, the thing that I'm, I'm struggling with is trying to understand where we're, where we're left with, right? Like what's left of NASA. I mean, it's literally blown up. Let's not forget that. Um, Karen dies. 
Ed, Ed man, Ed has such a tragic storyline. Honestly, his his kid dies. His wife sleeps with his best friend's son, and his wife dies. I think the writers as a result, hate. As a result of his best friend's son being foolish. No, how, like, how about man, this? How about this? Horrible. His best friend's son sleeps with his wife. His best friend's other son blows up NASA, which kills his wife. <laughs> you know. <laughs> And pick some new friends. Talk about a go, legacy. Go find yourself a Ben. Talk like about a, a, like yeah. a Lupin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not a Gordo. <laughs> Talk about a legacy for the Stevens here, right? After, you know, mom and dad have this heroic legacy. Now, I don't know what's left for Danny Stevens, but I don't expect much positive from Danny Stevens. I'll be honest. Well, I don't know, man. I, I'm hoping the, jail the, for the Danny Stevens. The Danny Stevens thing is going to be very interesting. I mean, he's basically been like exiled to yeah. live with the Korean guy on a sh- on his own little tiny ship. Yeah, I hope may so he who stay, knows? may he stay there and return to North Korea, which apparently is the pinnacle of space exploration now. Um, well, I th- I feel like the way that the Koreans got there, like it was very like uh, torturous. Right, like it, it like they sent a tin can into space. Yeah, like that's there. what it that's what it seemed yeah. like, man. It seemed like it was just like you know we're just gonna select random people. Like he yeah. he didn't seem like he had any business being there. Um, <laughs> I'm just surprised to be here. I'm well, I'm just saying, I'm as surprised <laughs> as you are that we made it. <laughs> well, uh, his his partner died during the landing. Uh, uh, yeah, you know, I don't know, man. I I feel like they just like selected a few people through threw him in a rocket and just. Like, all right, let's try and get it close to Mars and, you know, luckily got it there. Yeah. I want to go back to this whole explosion of NASA thing because Jimmy makes friends with these anarchists who want to blow up NASA for whatever reason. And uh, I'm not going to say, I'm not lamenting Karen's death. I was about fed up with Karen's storyline. I'm not going to apologize for it. (laughs) I'm not going to. I lament Molly Cobb's death because she also died in the explosion, if you don't remember Uh, that. Yeah. But not Karen. Because first and foremost, the whole Danny Stevens thing, unforgivable. Two, I can't buy her being CEO of a space exploration company. I just can't buy it. I can buy Helen as Ellen as president. I can't buy Karen as a CEO of, of a space exploration company. Zach, Zach can you? Not, af- not after seeing her in, in season one. She seemed pretty fragile in season one from what I recall. So, I found it a bit surprising at how how strong of, of a character she had she had developed into but i mean i guess that's what 30 years will, will do to you or how, however much time lapsed in this uh in this show so far yeah but no I, I i i agree with you and that I, I wasn't lamenting over her death I, I think i felt more bad for ed than i i felt bad about the fact that karen died i felt bad for her in the sense that if you think about her character's arc, you would have hoped for a proper healing from the death of her son, which was truly tragic, right? Because yeah. it happens after he kind of, after there's a disagreement and the son goes and rides his bike to his game. But it's one of those things where Ed has a meltdown in space, right? And it takes him a bit of time, but you get that brilliant mission that Margot uh, engineers that saves Ellen, who's spiraling out of control. Right, so remember they launch Ed into space, and he saves Ellen, who's like flying by. Mm-hmm. And Ed kind of snaps out of his funk, but 
Karen, you know, they she buys the watering hole of called the outpost that all the astronauts go to to drink at. And her healing came through sleeping with her dead son's friend that he grew up with. And it was yeah. one of those things where like you're watching that and you like you like Karen's character. You like Ed's character. You feel horrible. And maybe that's the reason it is because it's very memorable. You know, it's a very memorable storyline that that occurs, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you, I mean, you can't even really blame Danny Stevens because Karen's very attractive. But uh, <laughs> nonetheless, <laughs> it's one of those... Get some th- morals. You get what I'm saying, though, in terms of like, you're hoping Karen is the one in that situation who's, you know, declining that. But, um, Mm -hmm. you know, it happened. And it it really did take the season for a whirl and it sent Danny Stevens' character into a different trajectory. I think that if that affair never happens, he becomes a different person. And I think uh, it also sends the younger brother, Jimmy, who's kind of aimless and has no purpose and you know, gets duped by these people because he finally has some friends into doing something horrific, which is probably, I'm assuming, going to land him in jail um, because ignorance does not give you, um, does not absolve you from being a part of it, right? I completely agree. Completely agree. I I imagine his storyline is going to kind of just dissipate. Like, I don't know that we're going to get much of it uh, at all, really, in in season four, but... I could be surprised. You did remind me, though, that Ed really has made a habit of being launched into space to save people. Yeah. <laughs> He's launched into space in, in season one to, to save it was Ellen, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then in season three, oh, so, and keep in mind, that was after he had found out that his son died, right? Mm-hmm. So then right after another traumatic uh, scenario where he realizes that Danny Stevens had slept with his wife he has to snap out of that to Save launch his, his now pregnant daughter into space to get her up to the space station so she can have her child so if anyone should be president <laughs> of the united states it should be ed that's who it should be ed bald that that would be a that would be a funny change he, he's he's just president from mars he's just sitting there in like a a new little little office his own office there yeah, Joel Kinnan is perfect for that role. I do wonder where that leaves his character for season four. Uh, it is a pretty horrible state to come back to in terms of, I mean, him and Kelly both are going to have something in common, right? Because mm-hmm. uh, you figure Ed was still into uh, Karen yeah. in her own way, despite the betrayal, right? Mm-hmm. But Kelly also lost her lover, which should have been, you know, her, her husband after she's now pregnant and given birth. But it's almost kind of like a peace accord between the Soviets and, and, and America. That's kind of what Kelly represents, right? Yeah, I agree. And, you know, hopefully, hopefully it stays that way. I mean, tensions, tensions are high between the Russians and the Americans in every single season of For All Mankind. So hopefully it stays that way. But I kind of don't think it's going to. Like I, I, I especially if Margot's what defected to to Russia at, at this point, um, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of drama. There's going to be a lot of political stuff going on between Russia and the U.S. Still, so not quite sure how long this uh, this truce is going to last. Even though we did save them from the their own ship that they melted down in the middle of space. I relate to something you said earlier in the episode of I'm not sure because at this point, all right, it's 03, right? 
So we had mm-hmm. we had uh, Kennedy, we had Nixon, we had Reagan, we had Clinton, right? Did they yeah. do a deviation and elect somebody else as president and skip over somebody? Hmm, I didn't pay that close of attention, but they, I mean, obviously they did at some point. I think they, I'm, I am blanking on something, but they changed an election in the show. If I'm, well, let me, let me look this up. Banter, Zach. They, they very, they may have. I, I feel like Kennedy was elected or at least was running in this or something, but maybe, maybe not. Um, I love when you when you ask me to banter on on these things. It's always do it, man. It's a, it's, it's always an rather fun. It's an opportunity for improvement. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. All I, right. I, this is what it was. This is what it was. Okay. See, this, that's why I don't do it because the moment I, I like so long I start to, to go, I'm like, okay, there's something I can talk about. You, that's you, just random. You take too long to get to the. All right. What's up? Okay. What's up? Reagan became president four years earlier in uh, for huh. all mankind. He wins in a landslide in 76 instead of 1980 where he also had a landslide. So, yeah. Uh, so, I'm assuming then you'll get uh, Bush and you'll get, um, who knows, maybe in this reality, 9-11 is averted. I, I don't know because we're in 03 now um, with Margo. And by the way, guys, we watched the recaps of seasons one through three. I have not watched the trailer for season four. I haven't watched anything for season four, and I want to keep it that way as long as I can. We may be doing a tra- a trailer uh, reaction, but I don't know. I kind of want to go blind into the season because this show specifically is so out of left field that I, I kind of want to just not expect anything and just go. Well, F it. Let, let's make that decision right now. Let's both go in blind because I haven't watched the trailer either, and I think this is, this is a sufficient... Uh, dive into what has happened to at least you know spark my or reignite my interest in what's yeah, gonna same, happen to same. Four, I left so. I was like blank slate coming into this and you know we were very much in invasion and, and Lupin mode which by the way if you want to watch our coverage of Lupin season or part three you can catch that we got all episodes available on Spotify Apple wherever you listen to podcasts back to the show yeah, I, I kind of went in with a blank slate when it came to For All Mankind. Uh, and now I'm all in. I'm all in. I'm, I'm going blind into Monarch Legacy of Monsters. I mean, maybe we'll do one episode there, you know, mm. uh, yeah. just simply for the SEO and to kind of like ramp up the <laughs> fact that we exist as a Monarch Legacy of Monsters podcast, which by the way, horrible name for the show. I know it's based on earlier material, but nonetheless, it is a clunker to say. Um why not just like Monarch, you know, something. Or like Legacy. That. Legacy of Monsters is good on its own. Monarch is good on its own. Legacy of Monsters does sound kind of like a sci-fi show. It's like Legacy of Monsters and on History Channel. And it's just, you know, <laughs> and it goes through like Bigfoot and, you know, the Loch Ness Monster. It goes through like a bunch of, you know what I mean? Just a bunch yeah, of Yeah, no, I, I, I know what you mean. But it, hey, at least you're trimming off one nice large word from that title. True, true. All right, let's talk about some of the characters, where they are, where they're going, our predictions, possibly, for the season. I think this possibly. would be the time to do the predictions for the season. For the season. <laughs> just no expectation of what's no about to happen. So, let's just, do, <laughs> let's just do some wild, crazy expectations for the season. Okay, we're in 03. We're in 03, so I'm assuming Ellen is no longer president. How, uh, how, how large of a time jump is that? I think it's like a 10-year time jump again. 
Because we were in right. 94. Yeah. yeah. Right? And now we would be in 03 if, the, if what I watched is correct, which I believe it is. Okay. Ed's old as hell. I don't think Ed's going back to space. No. As far as we know, Ed might be dead. I, we don't know. I uh, hope not. But <laughs> I, I haven't watched the trailer, so I, we're going in blind. Watch, there's going to be a reviewer out there saying, these guys didn't prep for the show. They, haven't, they don't even know who's in the season That's four. That's the whole point. <laughs> Man, anyway, what's the point? What's the point of, you know, doing this if you're not going to know? Uh, I, we don't know if Ed's back or whatever, but there's, I'm assuming, like my prediction is there will be a new generation in NASA. Alayda Rosales will be on the hot, on the hot path towards being uh, pretty much the new Margot, right? Hopefully a little bit more empathetic and not such a uptight um, control freak yeah. as Margot was. And there's just so much to do. I think Kelly becomes like the darling of, of society with her Soviet baby. And there becomes kind of like this theme, right? There would probably be a closeness between her and her father. We talked about the shared experience. I mean, they both, he lost an ex-wife and she lost her mother, right? Mm-hmm. She lost her mother and Alexi. So, uh, I'm assuming that baby will be older now. That baby will be about 10 years old. Are we going to get to season five where they do another time skip and that baby goes to space? I, is it that far-fetched? I... Huh. I think that season four will be the last season of For All Mankind. You think so? Have they allowed have so. they announced that? I think this will be a five season show, to be honest. I don't know. I I I, I if I remember correctly, C um was a four season show from Apple. And I feel like there was another I don't know why. I feel like there was another show that I I had watched recently from them that, that had four seasons as the well. Serv- the servant? Yeah, I think that one was a four season one as well. And it's just it, so I don't know, like maybe it's just a maybe it's a pattern of theirs. It could be just too early to tell. Like maybe it was just two shows that happen to only have four seasons. But yeah. I, like to me, like I feel like I feel like this is this is one where you got to you got to end it at some point. Right. Like this show is about Ed. It's about his family. It's about this whole journey and, you know, his life over a great period of time. And if if he's about to be what nearing his deathbed at some point soon is, is he's probably 70 plus years old. Yeah. Um, I imagine this would, this would have to be like the last season. That's, but that's my, that's my opinion. That's my prediction is that this will be the season finale, the show finale, I should say. Yeah. Um, I'm just, look, go big or go home, man. I agree with you there. I mean, there's a lot of appeal that goes with Ed, right? You know, as the show goes, as Ed goes, the show goes in a way. Yeah. Um, I am expecting a crazy montage, like similar to other seasons where we get a crazy montage at the beginning of how the years have passed from the 90s into the 2000s. Mm-hmm. And Lord knows how far into the 2000s we go, but I'm expecting that space tourism is at a completely different place. Rest in peace, the Helios Hotel. But, mm-hmm. um, oh no, the, what was it called? Polaris? It was not called uh, Helios. Helios was- mm, Helios Paris. was the company. I think, I believe Polaris was the, uh, was the hotel, yes. Yes, uh, the one that Karen's husband Sam dies on on Danny Steve- Danny Stevens man, his honeymoon. Yeah. Uh, the hotel pretty much <laughs> goes to hell and uh, blows up. But I'm assuming space tourism has bounced back. There's more progress on the moon like never before. Like maybe there's a city on on the moon by now when we get into this season. 
uh, that Ed's probably living on because what's left for him on Earth, right? Uh, <laughs> seriously, and, seriously. And uh, you'll have a um, some progress on Mars. I just think technologically, it's going to be crazy. And I'm, I'm maybe most excited to see how how much fun the writers had with creating and projecting this new world, this new era that doesn't exist, but that maybe they think could have existed in 03. But maybe right now they are where we are. Maybe like 03 is 2023. And so it's not going to look anything different from what it is now, even though they're technically already more advanced than us in 1994 i mean dude they've made it to mars at this point already so yeah. <laughs> they're yeah. doing something right yeah so how about you uh as far as what else i think is going to happen in in season four i mean again i think it's going to be the show finale um i i was debating you know like is ed and kelly gonna live their life on mars or are they gonna make it home to earth I, I, I'm torn. I'm torn on that one, man. I think, I think maybe, uh, hmm, maybe Kelly makes, makes her way home. Well, you know, it's crazy. That's the first baby born in space. That's a, that's the most famous baby on the planet. Yeah. Right. And not just that. baby born in space. She might be the first person to have had (laughs) sex in space. It's possible, but with Gordo, who knows? True. That's crazy. I mean, we didn't talk about that. This baby's going to be famous. This baby's going to be like Harry Potter. Like, this yeah, is going to be... That baby comes back to Earth. They're going to be studying famous, the shit out of that thing. Famous as hell. That baby's an alien. He's not even an Earthling. That's, that's cr- That baby's a Martian. He's the first that's, that's Martian. That's actually true. Yeah, he's a Martian. How about that? I'm, wow. I'm going to... I'm gonna I'm gonna make the assumption that Ed and Kelly live out their life on Mars. Like on I, Mars? I'm a, yeah. I, I feel like I'm gonna be wrong on that one. Um but I'm gonna stick to it. You know, I, I've I've got a few of these uh, you know, wagers under my belt at this point. So Are we doing wagers now or I think we should do the wagers after episode one and just do some well, crazy wagers. I think we can we can add more wagers to it, but I, I okay. do want to make some some decent okay bets slash predictions, whatever. Like, uh, yeah, I don't I don't I don't mind I don't mind throwing some of these in, into a bet or, or into a wager if if we want to. But that's what I think is gonna happen. I think Ed definitely spends the rest of his days in space, so I can't disagree with you there. Um, I think he dies in space. We see him die in the series in space. Uh, I think Kelly's babies is going to be, we're going to have a famous baby storyline. And so this is going to be like the most famous astronaut ever, this kid, right? <laughs> and he's going to be beloved by the Soviets, the, the, both the Soviets and the Americans are going to claim this kid, right? So you're going to have that storyline, right? Yeah. Uh, maybe the kid's going to be like LeBron James Jr. Like fighting, is he, is he going to go in his father's footsteps, right? Or is he going to go in a different path altogether? You know, mom, I don't want to be an astronaut. I don't know. We don't know what's going to happen with this kid. You know, now now that I think about it, I'm going to I'm going to kind of modify my prediction a little bit. I do still can't, think Ed's going to stay in space. Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Ed's going to stay in space, right? Like I I agree with that. I still think that'll be the case. Okay. I do think Kelly's going to end up 
going back home to Earth with the baby. Because for a little bit, for a little bit. There's, I mean, that baby's going to be like floating around in space naked or something. I mean, they don't, I they don't have too, any baby clothes, they don't have any diapers. Like, that's going to be a hell of a mess. Uh, I mean, at least they have a whole hotel. Like, they can rotate the craps that it takes in different rooms every other day or something. But, um, no, I just, I think it's going to be a mess. That kid will never be able to go outside or anything like that. It's not going to be able to go down to to Mars or, or anything. So, I don't know. I imagine that she's going to have to kind of take the kid back to Earth. Yeah, I think there will also be some sort of storylines with the, the complexity of introducing this kid to his other side of his family, right? Because he yeah. has a Russian side. So, I'm assuming there will be some sort of introduction to, hey, you're not just American. You're also, you got Russian in you too, kid. Um. Yeah, it should be interesting. I could I could see that character, and we don't know his name yet, I don't believe. Uh, I could see him being a major character in the show as it winds down. And I, I will stick to my prediction. I don't think, let's make this a wager. I don't think season four is the last season of For All Mankind. I think there will be at least one more after it. Okay. So if you want to take, cool. take the under yeah. on that, uh, we, you can do that. All right, I'm I'm noting it down right now. All right, cool. Um, I think that just about does it. Do you want to discuss anything else before we uh, get into this? No, dude. I think that I think that about covers it. It was it's pretty thorough. I mean, of course, there are small things that happen here and there throughout the show. There's just a ridiculous amount of things that go on. Very interesting show. I really liked it. I you I will make a comment though that you you have always always been against the Danny Karen. You know, part of the uh, yes, I always have. part of the show. I don't blame you about it. I, you know, I, it was a very annoying thing. But even with that, this this is probably one of the more memorable shows from Apple, at least for me. You know, there is this narrative. If you want to take this narrative outside of Apple, right? Apple's a relatively young streaming platform. They've yet to prove that they can land the ship on a show like mm -hmm. that starts great and ends great right other yeah. networks have done it with other shows you know breaking bad and mad men stand out to me as the best starting and ending of a show that i've ever yeah. watched but apple has to prove that and i would say that that season three deviation with the steven storyline they got a lot of making up to do with that one for me as a fan, just saying, but not, you know, it's life. Life's not perfect. It could have happened. I'm just saying I hated it. That's that's pretty much it. I just, I also hate that the kid, the Jimmy's like this incel unibomber. Like, no, he's not even yeah. like, a, you can't even respect, respect him because he's so oblivious to the fact that he's complicit in this. Yes. It, it's, it makes it even almost worse. It's true. I, I, I don't think I ever really felt bad for Jimmy. I, uh, Jimmy, I was very, I was very annoyed with him for, for a lot of season three and, you know, primarily for blowing up NASA, but yeah, no, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen with him. I, I, he'll probably just end up going to prison. He'll be in jail. Be it. He'll be, be in jail for life. To Steven's line. Yeah. He'll be in jail for life. We'll probably get a scene in this season of Danny visiting his brother who he didn't want to visit for years and blah, 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 you know? Yeah, whatever. All right, let's Anyways. do a little um, 
housekeeping before we head out. Thank you all for tuning in to our For All Mankind, or the beginning of our For All Mankind coverage on the Story Archives podcast. If you're new here, you can listen to us on all platforms. We're also on YouTube. We have video podcasts as well, and we are launching live stream. So we actually might be doing our first episode of For All Mankind Season 4, Episode 1 as a live stream. Stay tuned for that. And if you want to watch any other of our any other of our uh, show coverage, we have done series on Peaky Blinders, an extensive coverage on the entire series of Peaky Blinders. We did Last of Us Season 1. We got the White Lotus Season 2 finale. We just ran through Invasions Seasons 1 through 2, Foundation Season 1 and 2, and our biggest series to date, Silo Season 1 on Apple TV. So we got a lot for you. We welcome you to the Story Archives family. And for those of you who are always welcome here and who have been here since the beginning, we welcome you, our old friends, and we look forward to entertaining you in the weeks and months to come with For All Mankind and Monarch Legacy of Monsters. Awesome. Well, thank you for that. If you do want to watch the potential live stream that we may be doing, be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube and Twitter or X, because I think those are the, the primary places that we're looking to stream it. I don't, it's not going to be streamed to Spotify or anything like that, but it will be available uh, on Spotify and Apple and everywhere else that you find podcasts after the fact. So just uh, just want to throw that out there and make sure that you're you're on a platform where you can watch it. Anyways. Thank you for listening to this episode of For All Mankind by Story Archives. You can find this podcast anywhere you find podcasts, Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. For now, uh, Google might be going away. But you can visit our YouTube channel at Soapbox Podcast Network, our website at soapbox.house. You can email us at contact at soapbox.house. We do have a link in the description below. And finally, if you want to support the show, you can go subscribe over on our patreon we do have a free membership on there for you as well just so we can stay in touch you can send us messages it's a nice community tool and review the show five stars appreciated especially if, if you mean it all right thank you all for listening we will see you on thursday night or friday night depending on the show's release take care